today we are going to be talking about the baby metal concert um, that just recently happened in uh, Japan. And we have two people that were there at the show and they're going to talk to us about the experience. So I just want to welcome Liffy and Paul over to uh, the Guys You Guys podcast. So we're going to talk about their experience and what went down and how was it? Was it as good as past concerts? All that good stuff. Uh, and go from there. But Liffy, I'm going to start with you. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Um, tell us about your um, thing with Baby Metal, how it started, your journey, and how it went down and all the good stuff leading up to the concert that you went to. Yes. Hi, I'm Liffy. I've been a Baby Metal fan for years now, since uh, 2020, late late 2020, about. And this was my first time seeing them. Your first time? Wow. Yeah. Wow. First time in Japan and first time seeing them all. Wow. So you got all of it all at once then. <laughs> You're able oh, yeah. to see it. That is awesome, man. Um, I mean, how long have you been a fan? Like uh, when you rejoined fan or like after you left or now? No. Like, huh? <laughs> uh, during, during the MT era. Oh, okay. Okay. That is awesome. And um, Paul, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah. Uh, my name is Paul. Uh, from Ireland, um, a big fan of Baby Metal. I've uh, been a fan since uh, 2014, since they uh, first stepped out overseas um, did their first shows in London. Um, so, yeah, I think we've got two perspectives here. We've got a first-time concert gore and a perennial <laughs> concert gore here. So, uh, <laughs> we got to <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> awesome, but, awesome. Uh, well, yeah, no, just, I want to yeah. start with Liffy first, man. Well, sure. how... How was it seeing the concert for the first time? And how the hell did you get into the concert? <laughs> how did you um, Tell us about the whole process, what you went through to get there and the journey of actually making it through that concert. Well, well, I guess it started, but they announced the concert at October 10. Mm -hmm. And three days later, I bought my tickets to Japan without actually having the tickets in hand for the show. Oh shit! And then I, then I, then I just prayed to get tickets from the lottery, <laughs> which I did. And so I guess it went down from there. <laughs> so you did the opposite. You were like, "I'm gonna just get the plane tickets." It's like you had a premonition, like you were ready I, for it. You're I like, had faith. Yeah, you're like, I that, feel I, like I, I'm I, gonna I get in. I prepared for this. <laughs> I love it. Sometimes I love the confidence. Gamble. What, so, what would you have done if you didn't win the lottery? Uh, that, that was not an option. <laughs> that was not an option. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I guess my bigger question is, what was your backup plan? Were you like going to break into the dome or like, what were you going to do? <laughs> what backup plan? <laughs> what backup? You were just like, I'm getting in. There was no option. Okay, got it. <laughs> Oh man! This 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 was my first chance to see them, and I planned to get take it. Mm. That's that's awesome. So, like, do you um were, were you did you try to see them before? So you did see that you were a fan of Bay Metal when Yui was in, right? No, no, I, it was afterwards. I didn't have a chance before this. Ah, uh, gotcha. Are you going to any more concerts for when they start playing um their shows with Sabaton? Because I see the Sabaton hoodie right there. Yeah, I'm gonna go around Europe pretty much. I have tickets for seven different shows. Seven? Ooh. God yeah. damn. That's hardcore. 
that is that's very hardcore um i bet you're excited how i'm just wondering how you got like all that time off and how you're gonna stay alive well you know i can't even say anything i went to six bandmate shows and i think it was seven and yeah that was very tired afterwards you're gonna be very tired <laughs> i was out oh, of yeah. those oh, bandmate yeah. shows <laughs> yeah um and uh you're gonna be in vienna right for yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be in vienna i'm gonna fly in straight from berlin from the previous show <laughs> oh hell yeah well i'm gonna see you in vienna i'll be there i'm really nervous yeah. it's gonna be eight hour oh, flight no, yeah can't, can't wait for them <laughs> i'm nervous as hell <laughs> so i have a question for you um before we go on to paul like with those shows do you think they're gonna play a full set a full kind of set or you think it's gonna be like a five five to six song set before sabaton well based on my previous experiences with sabaton openers and special guests i think it's gonna be a little longer i, I think it's gonna be in the 45 minutes range but with like nine or ten songs that would be normal yeah 45 minutes is the normal like for a, a lead opener because they're right before sabaton so and it's just yeah, a three yeah. three band thing. I agree. I think it will be about that forty five minutes set. That's the norm usually. Hopefully, with that. Yeah. Because I've seen previous shows with uh, someone tagged as special guest for Sabaton, and oh. it's been in that nine to eleven song range almost oh. every time. Okay, nice. so it's gonna be a cool. Uh, all right, that makes me feel a little better. Some people were making yeah. me scared. <laughs> They're like, "What if you're only gonna see six songs?" I'm like. Well, it's still worth it, but also sad. <laughs> but I get to see Sabaton too. Um, I've really grown yeah. to like Sabaton a lot over the years, and um, well, over the years, over the past couple of years, I should say. And um, I've gotten really into the story story of Sabaton, and I love how they bring history into music. So I'm excited to see both bands. The band before them, though, Lordy, not so much because I don't, <laughs> I don't, I didn't know who they were when I first heard the song, and it was interesting the first song that i heard the live was way better for sure but we uh, heard a studio version shout out to Peabot guy he requested that i was i was a little i don't know <laughs> we'll see we'll see how they are live lord, lord is an excellent live band oh they are yeah, yeah i've i've actually seen them more than once oh, okay yeah because the live footage i saw was way better than the music video like by far yeah they had they have a huge production usually Maybe not as an opener act, but if it's their own show, they have a huge, huge production. So yeah, so now that we have, so we have Lordy, and then we have Babe Metal and Sabaton. All three of these bands are bigger than life bands, right? They always yeah, put on for like, sure. These, these are yeah, all like these bands come alive on the stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's really cool because I feel the same way about Sabaton also. So that's and I, a lot of people feel yeah. the same way about Baby Metal is like, oh, it's all about the live, and I. Feel the same way about Sabaton. I think it's all about the live. That's how I got into more was I watched the live videos. I was like, this is really awesome. But what about you, Paul? Tell everyone uh, um, about your journey to Japan and how that went down, how you got in. Did you buy plane tickets first and then do the lottery? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got the plane tickets first. Like for, for Baby Mitten, you kind of have to take the gamble, do you know? Because, uh, you know, if you book, if you get tickets and you try to book flights, then they're going to be more expensive. So you kind of have to book them in advance. But um, for me, I kind of always know I'm going to get a ticket, even if I don't get one in the regular lottery. Because uh, what we do as fans who go to Japan regularly is um, we like uh, all apply for like two tickets, even though we only need one. And uh, like we group together. So if like there's eight of us in a group and like four of us win in the ticket lottery and four of us lose, the winners like help out the losers. So 
Um, I did not know this. Why did nobody tell me about this? I would have <laughs> definitely gotten a ticket to the Japan. I just thought there was yeah. no chance. I was like, there's no way I'm getting it. <laughs> Okay. You, 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 you group together and uh, you increase your chances of going and you know i guess because uh, I've, I've been to so many shows in japan i've kind of developed uh you know connections and contacts and things like that so if i, if I don't get one in the lottery i will get one somehow so i can kind of book flights with confidence that i will get a ticket somehow God damn. Some connection or yeah 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 so what you're saying so, is I uh, should have just got a flight and then been like Liffy and Paul, um, can you let me know? <laughs> yeah, con contact, contact me. You got a, you got your connect here, your ticket connect right here. So, uh, there we go. So uh, yeah, for me it was like you know it's, it's the first time back in Japan since um, actually the same time three years before uh, they did a, a set of shows at the same venue at Nakuhari Mesa. Um, and that was uh, Legend Metal Galaxy. So that was a two-night show, kind of similar to um, the other one, or Baby Metal Returns, which is the the title of, of this this series. So yeah, it was just great to go back to Japan. Like after three years, you know, we we couldn't go because of like COVID restrictions. Before uh, they did a big set of shows in Japan in um, uh, in 2021 in uh, the Budokan, very famous venue in Tokyo, and uh, overseas fans were like just couldn't go because of the restrictions. Uh, in Japan of like foreigners coming in so um yeah it wasn't fun to like watch that on like on on a stream or just to be talking about it online it's obviously much more fun to be at these events and, and enjoy them and have a first time experience so yeah first time in three years it was just great to be back and um yeah it was a, it was a hell of a time and what do you think about the concert overall was it is just as good as the other baby metal concerts or did they go even over even more overboard or did they kind of keep it the same as previous concerts no it was it was it was really good i mean the the the, the way they did it it was different from three years ago so they kind of had a, a a setup like uh like they had legend s so mm -hmm. legend s had like a main stage on one end of the uh, venue and had like a smaller stage on the other end and down the middle of the arena was like a, a runway uh so the fans were like on either side uh, of that runway so it was like a bigger bigger kind of version of Legend S production. Legend S being a, a famous baby metal concert there that celebrated a Sue Metal's 20th birthday. So it was kind of set up like that. And uh, the songs, like the songs were amazing because they have like a new album coming out there and they've been slowly releasing new songs. So we mm -hmm. got to hear uh, the three songs that they released as singles so far. And then we heard two new songs performed that had never been performed before, never yep. been released on, on audio. So. It was new stuff. It was a mixture of the new and the old. And they brought in some like older songs, like the old classics, like, you know, Gimme Chocolate, Migitsune, Doki Doki Morning. You know, those were all performed. And then the new ones, you know, like Monochrome, um, Divine Attack, Shingeki, mm -hmm. and, uh, Metal Metal Kingdom. So, uh, yeah, it was a, a great, it wasn't, how does it compare to Basho's? Yeah, I would think it's right up there. It's, it's right up there. It's the new the era, you know. It, it's a. Uh, it's not. But it was not, the same kind of like performance, right? It was the same kind of like over the top, oh, yeah. really like just amazing epic oh, yeah. proportions. You could see oh, it from yeah, the music sure. video. It looked like that. Luffy, yeah. this being your, you could see the video. Yeah, this being your first live concert, of baby metal. How does it compare to other bands that you've seen on the live stage? It's it's a different experience for sure. Yeah. What do you think in some ways it was like just better or maybe not so much? It It's, I guess it's just the size of the direction. 
the size I of it. I haven't seen anything like that from other bands on, on that scale. Were those chairs really real looking when <laughs> on that stage, the thrones that they were in? The Game of Thrones looking uh, thrones, I should say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're that real legit, sure. man. They're, those, those are built, real built, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Not so in those music videos, you can see like the drone shots. Did you, um, did you guys see all those drones like flying around? Did they have them just like yeah. circulate? Yeah. Yeah. They're not super easy to see, but you can see them if they fly across the curve or something like that. Yeah. yeah. You can now, see them sometimes. One of my bandmates wants to know did anyone try to throw any things at the drones to knock them over? <laughs> <laughs> no, at, at least I didn't see anything. I hope no. not. You won't get that in. Um, yeah, I figured as that, much. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, if it was in the US, yeah, they'd be trying to knock them down with, with beer bottles and, and hats and all that shit. Believe it or um, not, but in, I, just, I, know I haven't seen anything like that here here. either, but maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, that being, um, so it was just completely different, like you said, just a different experience than like other bands you guys seen do that. Um, what was like the standout thing, like the best thing that you guys saw? I'll start with you, Paul. Paul, in the concert was the biggest standout thing you saw uh yeah so there's kind of two things and they were like my two favorite moments of the show so the first one was the uh debut performance of monochrome monochrome is, is one of their new songs it's my favorite new song and i love it even more now since i, I saw it live so there's a special part in the song where um sue metal she like calls out to the crowd she says everyone like take out your phone lights take out your phone lights Mm -hmm. everyone takes out their phone and the lights and people are waving around and she's like oh it looks like stars you know it's, it's so beautiful mm -hmm. and then there's a part of the song where she like hums she hums a part of the song and it sounds like really really sounds really beautiful she's just like humming the words along and um or like humming the the melody mm -hmm. and um you know people are like waving their lights in the air so it kind of created like a uh, a really like cool like beautiful moment um at the show and a kind of a connection there between sue and and her fans which was really cool mm. so uh that was that was that was probably my favorite performance and then um another performance of uh, doki doki morning was was very interesting because um they started off with like sue moa and momoko the like the main baby metal trio performing mm -hmm. the song and like facing towards the back of the venue and then it was a very confusing moment because uh, all of a sudden we saw at the other end of the venue like three three different girls um and it, for a second i was thinking like are these is this like a mirror are we seeing like a reflection because one of the songs for baby metal's new album is mirror mirror but we actually realized after a while that it was like three girls that are like former sg members well mm. um, two are former sg members one is from uh, amuse kids and they were like um they were performing the song as well so it was kind of like a like a face-off between like the like the real baby metal and the other baby metal uh. And um, it was cool because like the spotlight would go on the real baby metal and they would perform like part of the song. Mm -hmm. And the spotlight would go, would go on the other baby metal and the, the person that was playing other Sue would sing part of the song as well. So it was really kind of bizarre and confusing, but also cool because like people could recognize some of the, uh, the members of the other baby metal were um, members from uh, SG, which is like the, the group that baby metal came from. So um, a lot of the fans of that group could recognize these these members. So... We really don't know what's going to happen with this, like other yeah. baby metal. Are they going to be? I, I got a question. A yeah, I got a question for yeah. you going on further. But first, uh, Liffy, what were your two biggest standout moments for the concert? Well, Paul 
already stole my highlights because <laughs> it, was, it was definitely Doki Doki Morning and Monochrome were the highlights of the show, I'd say. They yeah, are they okay. So like, you but, both agree that those two are but, the biggest ones. Yeah. But yeah. I'll go I'll go on and say that the intro was also amazing with the Metal Kingdom. Yeah. But you can you can't see the actual intro in the music video, but it's it's amazing. Oh yeah. So kind of describe it to us for those listening. What was it what was different with that intro that they added that you can't see in the music video? Well, it's it's a bit of a similar feel to in the name of At Legendous without mm. the Fox Warriors and the states being pulled, but it's a similar vibe, I'd say. Oh, okay. Was it like really dragged out, like that intro, like just gathering yes. the anticipation? <laughs> yes, how, absolutely. How were you feeling when you're just like, because I know sometimes if you guys seen me watch the concert, sometimes I'm like, come on, just do it. It's just, oh, yeah. <laughs> did you get that vibe if, or that feeling? Well, if, if they had the intro, the actual intro in the music video, it would have been like 12 minutes long. Oh, right. shit. It was, <laughs> it was 12 a long time. minutes, 12 minutes. Man, every how was how did everyone look though out in the crowd during that twelve minutes waiting? Were we, was everyone like going like what the, or <laughs> like kind of looking yeah, at each other? Or... <laughs> yeah, everyone just was waiting in anticipation. <laughs> yeah, every, everyone was like looking down at the back of the venue because the 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 way it was, they came out from the back of the venue and the like two gates opened up. They call like the Fox gates. Mm-hmm. So they're like it's just like two doors like slid open like that, and all of a sudden you could see two and more sitting on their thrones, and that's how that's how everything started. And then with the runway that was running down the center of the venue, you had like uh, ten ten girls, I guess, like dressed in cloaks, and they had these uh, like the one or the other one symbol like staffs holding them up and. That was all part of the the opening, so um, yeah, it was pretty like theatrical, and it was did take a long time to kind of finish what they were trying to say, but it was it was pretty cool, yeah, pretty cool opening. What was it like when Sue sung the first note? What happened in the crowd? Uh, Liffy, go ahead. It was a magical moment. <laughs> was there a huge cheer? Was there? Uh, was that um, mosh pits or erupt immediately? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think that would no, happen no, on Metal Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, those, those started on the second song. <laughs> started on the yeah. second song. Yeah, it's quite a soft opening, and like when you hear like Suze has a, like an amazing voice, and you hear her live for the first time, that that sound hits your ear. It's that that's something, you know. Did, was around. there a lot of tears out in the crowd when that Metal Kingdom hit? Because that's what I would imagine. <laughs> not so much Metal Kingdom. I think uh, the the tear jerkers were like monochrome. I think like back to the the lights and the humming part. That was quite an emotional mm. uh, one. And then um, a song that they done like towards the end of the night, like the slower songs, uh, like the legend and uh, uh, light and darkness. I think mm. that kind of that that were, those were the moments. And then there's like the I meant the just like moments, yeah. since everybody was hearing it for the first time again, like that's because that's the the vibe I get every mm. time I check out a new song. It's like oh, it's been so long, so it's just like kind of that relief feeling, you know? Um, yeah. Like That's why I was wondering, like, when it actually came, they're like, oh, my God, it's been, what, two years, right? Two years when since we, when, yeah. Yeah, two years since they last performed, I guess three years since um, <laughs> they were able to do a show with fans, you know? Because the one that they did, it, they did in between was like a heavily restricted thing, like limited fans that had to keep a distance from the... Um, 
from the band. They couldn't like scream and shout. They couldn't make noise. They couldn't do okay, call and response, so they, which is a big part of heavy metal. So they couldn't the do that kind of still. Real show. Well, no, they, they, they actually changed the rule. It was kind of weird. They changed the rule in Japan that people could like um, like like scream and shout and do call and call and response and cheer at. at, at so uh, it was it was literally changed the day before. before. It's changed the day, day before. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think they yeah. you think yeah. they uh paid some people in the higher ups who are like, hey, what's uh what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we still had to have masks. Like we got we got we got a mask. I actually have one here. So uh when you went into the show you got you got one of these. So it's mm. a, a one uh, um savior mask. So basically everyone had to put on put on this mask and that's that's like part of the show. But it's also, mm. you know, protection from from uh, COVID and stuff. So um uh yeah that was the rules so but it was it was still awesome I guess. Still so so liffy said the mosh pit started on the second song um did you join liffy did you join those mosh pits of course <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how do they keep those organized when you're there because it's a lot of people uh when it just erupted like do they keep that kind of organized or is it kind of just like chaos at that point it's actually a surprisingly low amount of chaos in that demo. It's <laughs> at least compared to other other mosh pits I've been in. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's, it's not it's not as violent of an experience, I'd say. I mean, I've been in mosh pits where I'm like pushed all the way to the front, which is great. <laughs> like, where I just I mosh my way to the front. Um, <laughs> there was nobody doing that moshing their way. There was was there assigned seats or anything like that? No, right. No, but we had like assigned blocks around the area. So it was oh. like eight different blocks and behind the blocks were the seated, small seated areas. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, you, you had like, in there. you had your little, <laughs> you had your blocks of people and then it was, uh, you had the seated areas. That's interesting. That's, mm. I don't think I've ever been in a concert that's like that, you know, I've always been in one where it's like a free for all pretty much. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, like the the bandmate concerts are pretty much like that, but it was uh, you know, first come, you know, you get there. But of course, people weren't that rowdy. It's very interesting because like the concerts that I went to at the festival, um, where bandmate also played in Nemophila, like I watched Lamb of God and it just literally just moshed all the way to the front, <laughs> pretty much everyone just like going at going at each other. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh. I forgot what I was going to say for a second. Okay, so back to the whole Metalverse thing. Um, yeah. With the Metalverse, there's this idea, because it's kind of like, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they're thinking, the theory going around saying, like, you guys saw, like, the little face-off with the other three girls, the bandmate girls, yeah. like, I mean, baby metal girls. Um, what do you guys <laughs> think of, like, the whole idea of them having another baby metal group, but it's all part of this metalverse and then all of a sudden we like spawn into like music groups like different music yeah, groups within baby metal yeah now some people have the theory that like these these three members are going to maybe form like a subunit of baby metal and maybe do the um do the old songs like the kind of cutesy songs that maybe the real baby metal are a bit too old to do now so that's mm. kind of one theory that it's uh it's it's going to be something else you know um some people then think it's like you know mirror inverted mirror reflection that it was just kind of this one-time thing mm -hmm. but i think there's probably a little bit more to it than that um i think we probably will see it again 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of hope we do because it, it could be something that like like stretches out baby metal shows to be longer shows. So maybe like the real baby metal can do their their set or whatever, and like during the show, like this like other baby metal can do like two three songs and like give the real baby metal a kind of time to to chill, and then they'll come back and do like the more newer songs. So it'll be interesting to see how it develops, you know. Uh, or if we see them again, or if it was just like a one-time thing, but uh, definitely interesting, yeah. So I, I think I think we'll see them again at, at Japan shows at least, but yeah, not not yeah. overseas. I'd say because the yeah probably not the other, overseas. The other members yeah. are very young. Yeah, yeah. Some some of them are are quite young. Yeah, yeah I had a I I put up a crazy theory of like saying that they're all going to be replaced. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was I was kidding, yeah. of course, but like. Yeah. Um, and then they're doing tour. I always wonder like how long they're going to be doing it for, you know, but back yeah. to like the whole concert, um, that you guys went to, uh, Liffy, what was your, your top three at that concert? What were your top three songs? Well, uh, definitely Doki Doki Morning and Monochrome as we already discussed. And I'm not sure about the third one because, well, I really like Metal Kingdom's song itself. I think I'm going to go with that. Okay. What do you? How do you feel about people not liking Metal Kingdom or calling it not metal? Mm. Controversy. <laughs> yeah, controversy. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's how you feel about it. Controversy. <laughs> uh, I guess, but people people like different things, so yeah. it kind of is what it is. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. And Paul, what about you? Like what are your top three for for that concert? Um, monochrome. Definitely. This is a boring answer because we've already said monochrome a few times. But um, for me, I love IDZ or Easy Made Damese Tai. It's just like one, it's my, probably my all time favorite baby metal song. And when you do the mosh pit for that, it's it's insane. You know, you, you see the you see the screen and you hear Sue's voice saying, like, uh, you know, if you show true courage, you know, we can change the world. And mm-hmm. like, uh, it's weird. She likes it. So she says, like, no more bullying forever the song is about anti-bullying but then she like encourages the crowd to like kill each other like wall of death your energy so on one end she's saying like oh let's be nice and be kind to each other and don't bully each other but now let's have a wall of death and nearly (laughs) borderline murder each other so uh it's uh yeah okay so real quick real quick was there a wall of death there did that happen uh, the mosh pit was insane like and you i could tell that like people were were like waiting to mosh at baby metal shows because even the, the ones they had in Budokan was all seated. Nobody could mosh. You just had to stand still. So no one had actually been able to mosh at any baby metal show in Japan for like three years. But people were like waiting. People had more energy and the pits were insane. Like, and people were like a bit, a bit more aggressive than normally would be in the pits. But um, yeah, it was, it was chaos. <laughs> and then they, they actually that. did, <laughs> they actually did, um, Road of Resistance and IDZ back to back, so the two most like crazy mosh songs were together. So, oh yeah, wow! Some people got hurt. Some people ended up in hospital. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not joking. They did, and it was just insane. Yeah. So, what was your third? What was your third favorite from that night? Okay, so I said, yeah, I said monochrome IDZ, IDZ. and hmm, I'm gonna go with another new one. Uh, Divine Attack or Shingeki is a newer song. It was it, it was a really good song, and I really enjoyed the choreography, uh, like the the dance routine with Moa and Momo put together. 
uh, it was like the first time seeing it. You know, we had seen like a like a, a visualized clip of of um, Divine Attack when it when it mm-hmm. came out, but not an actual video. And this was the first time actually, you know, actually seeing it perform live and seeing how it works with Baby Metal, with the trio, with the with the with the two um, dancers. And so it was just really cool routine. You guys yeah. both chose monochrome. So did they use the dichotic solos in the actual track? No, <laughs> Maybe it was inspired by dichotic. Damn it. Who knows? Did, did they, so that was my next question. Did they add solos to those songs that didn't have solos? Like, cause as you know, um, dichotic covered monochrome and we added leads and solos and stuff to it. And I'm curious, did they add solos to song like divine attack or monochrome that didn't have them? Did they add anything extra with the musicians? No, they didn't. The comics were really at, at the back on the show. Oh, they were really in the back. So this was all I, focus on the girls. Even more. Well, the stage design itself lends to the focus being on the girls rather than the comics with the mm. platforms moving in the middle. So you guys could, would say that's probably like one of the huge differences then between mm. this concert and probably past concerts. Cause I know in past concerts, they yeah. highlight the musicians at certain points, mm. right? Was well, well any... the commies have been at the back for years now, but yeah. for this one, they were even more at the back, I'd say. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But you know how they always had those highlighted moments, you know, where they would start off the long intros yeah. or the comedy intros and they would like, kind of shed a light on them or like spin them out front or something like that mm. was there was there any moment like that not nothing like that then like no like instrumental pieces before anything no not, really. no. not at all no it was it was very disappointing from a like a i guess a instrumental lovers um metal fan kind of point of view mm. because it's a it's a it's a sore point with baby metal fans i think especially those that enjoy the live baby metal experience that you know mm. the kami band was pretty much like not even part of the show like other than playing the music there they were on a separate stage they're actually never at any time kind of on the same stage as the members or were ever in focus um so yeah i mean it's a kind of a further uh, hiding slash minimizing of the kami band which is sad i think for 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 me who's been to like many baby metal shows and seen the kami at their at their heights you know in 2014 15 16 where they had their own their own solos you know their own focus to not see any of that now is kind of sad um yes um suda said in the chat there was no sue solo nor black um metal song i figured there wouldn't be any black baby metal songs but um yeah that but yeah no so sue no sue solo songs that was a mouthful yeah But um, yeah. uh, Black Baby Metal is uh, something that uh, I'm kind of hopeful that something like that will come back. Yeah. Because uh, at the end of the show, there was some hints dropped about a, a, a new metal, mm. a potential third member who we kind of have a fair idea who it might be. And um, hopefully in the future, then we have, um, you know, Moa and the new metal as a new kind of secondary duo and they do yeah. their own songs. And maybe then Sue gets or solos back now, so yeah that's uh, promising i want to label this comment that um pubaka just put he says it's a bit sad that the commies don't get a spotlight anymore unlike earlier shows now the reason why i think it was important that they got a spotlight it was an easy way to get people into baby metal 
or the crossover because when I was showing like Rondo of Nightmare and stuff like that or you know any of the songs with longer intros they'd be like holy shit the musicianship and then when the girls came and singing they still liked it anyways because they were like sold already you know and um, yeah for sure that's sad that they kind of took that element away it may come back though we don't know it's I mean for me as a Bay Metal fan I'm gonna like it either way I don't care but you know (laughs) but I I guess you have those older songs that still um, I know show people and stuff like that because everyone's gonna like certain things right because there are some songs i don't like yeah. but most of them i like yeah yeah th- there's a chance like there's a like a new era coming so maybe it's just a situation where they're like they've been in the background for uh you know the, the 10 10 baby metal years of metal galaxy and uh, returns era but now the next year is going to be called baby metal Me- baby metal begins so it mm. sounds like there's going to be a new beginning so maybe you know, things can change. So, yeah, I'm kind of optimistic that things might uh, kind of reset and that have like a new energy the next set of shows. Hopefully. Yeah. Man, that's, um, that is disappointing, but I'm still, I'm still happy and fortunate to be able to see them live. I just want to see them at least once, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. I have to let go of the fact that I'll never ever get to see them like with Yui and uh, like the full, the full commie band experience or anything like that um hearing sue's vocals live what was the biggest difference that you heard paul between this concert and previous concerts um definitely like a maturing of her voice right because sue is she just turned 25 there um just before christmas um so even when we would have seen her three years ago she would have been what you know 22 um and previous concerts out there you know still quite young so like i think at, at 25 like a vocalist and an artist is really just kind of coming into their own you know like vocally so i think we definitely heard a little bit of a like difference in her voice mm-hmm. like a maturity in her voice and um she's always like adding things to it you know she's adding different elements uh to her vocals and to her performance and yeah it just like i would say even even better you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of hard to say better because she was already amazing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So even better is like, wow. So, um, yeah, she, it was just hearing her voice, seeing her live is. Uh, like I tell everyone, I fr- when I first heard those beginning concerts, she sounded good. I wouldn't say she was like mm-hmm. phenomenal yet, but then she grew no. into phenomenal. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was like, a lot of growth. There's yeah. Been there's a lot, a lot of, of growth, growth over the years and now it sounds like yeah. amazing. But that's going to happen when you start at 16 years old, 12 years old. I mean, yeah. I mean Even it's, just, it's just great. Yeah. yeah, 12, yeah. Um, Liffy, for you, since this was your first Baby Metal concert, going from listening to like what you heard from concert recordings and going from the CD, what was the difference for you Like going from like always he- hearing recordings to in-your-face audio right there? How was that experience, Like transitioning from the that to that? Oh, it, it was great, of course, just to yeah. hear her live. Was you can, it? Go ahead. You can, you can kind of hear her struggle in the higher notes, mm. which I'm kind of somewhat not surprised because that's not really where he ex- she excels at. But mm. it, it was it was a great experience to hear her live. Yeah, I can't imagine singing those high notes while dancing. I, I don't even... Um, which no- high notes are you referring to that you heard? Uh, mostly in the newer songs. The oh, older okay. ones, he was fine at. Just fine at. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 
and there there was some sound issues in the venue. I think it kind of needs to be pointed out on the first night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like the like the maybe the band couldn't like she couldn't hear the band or something, or maybe there was some sound issues. And I noticed one time when like when she came close to the section that I was in, she was like she was like tapping her ear, like she was trying to say it to the the tech or whatever, like I I I can't hear the band or whatever. And maybe she's getting a bit kind of annoyed, but there was definitely some sound issues on the first night. Uh, I think they kind of ironed them out for the second night. Um, but yeah, when she was when she was singing and when the sound was right, uh, it was like it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Michael M in the chat says I was actually under the commies in this performance and it was outstanding. Of course, it depends on one seat. Were there were there a lot of seats? Did it depend drastically on where you were in that in that um, theater and how the show looked? Uh, no, I don't think there was a huge difference. I was I was in different places on both nights. I was in closer to Foxgate on the first night than closer to that actual stage on the second night. But I don't I didn't notice a real difference. I'd say. Okay. Was yeah. there like how did how does the stadium look? Like you have your higher seats, you have the lower seats in there, or is it uh, or is it well, on the floor? You you have the stage in the middle, of course, and uh-huh. ar- around the stage are for the four blocks, which are super mosh, and behind. Behind Super Mosh for four more blocks around the stage. They call the it Super Mosh. Yes, Super Mosh or or Joe Mosh. Joe Mosh in Japanese. So oh, okay. they the the, the, the uh, best tickets, like the VIP tickets, they get like in the the like two blocks to the left, two blocks to the right, closest to the the middle. Uh, so that's okay. like like VIP tickets, and then like outside of those, behind those again, there's like like two and two. Did you guys like get VIP tickets. tickets for this show? No, no, oh, yeah. we, 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 we didn't get a chance. We were excluded because we're from overseas, basically. Um, uh, yeah, so see, you were meant to be able to apply for the like the VIP tickets or the Super March tickets when you were a member of the one. So when you bought Baby Metal's uh, like uh, annual fan club membership. But um, the way they organized it is like only people from like, living, in, in, living in Japan were able to apply for the VIPs. Hmm. And we didn't get that benefit because we weren't from Japan. They had to set up a separate ticket application process for us, which is very unfair, <laughs> but it is what yeah. it is, you know? <laughs> hey, DeCio hey has a great comment here. You need to have a master's degree to learn how to get a good ticket. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> 100% confirmed. You just need to be, you just need to live in Japan. You can be treated much better. Overseas fans are very much second-class citizens. So, uh, yeah, if you want to get the best baby metal tickets and see them the most, so move to Japan. For those who haven't been to Japan at all, haven't seen a concert in Japan, or even trying, or considering going there, like for me, I'm nervous just going to Austria. But as somebody new going there, getting a ticket and going there, how was the experience like traveling to Japan and getting into a baby metal concert? Liffy, go ahead and start with you first. It, it's actually surprisingly easy. You can because Google Maps is very good in Japan. It gives you all the public transport routes and all that. It's, okay. It was very very easy, that's it. So when you got to the when you got to the concert, how was it? So you get there? It, that was that was also easy, I'd say. <laughs> the, yeah. because we, we had the map beforehand so we knew where everything was. Yeah. All right. What about yeah, for you? Like, well Well if he says like good like 
I, this is I can't stress this enough to people that are going from Japan. Like Google Maps is your best friend because it just helps you get around so much, and there's no language barrier then in terms of like getting to places and what station to get off and whatever. But um, yeah, arriving at the venue was like typical baby metal atmosphere. Um, you the only re- the only queue that there is at a baby metal concert is for merch, mm-hmm. and baby metal fans buy merchandise like crazy. They buy everything in the shop they buy whatever they're they is there a limit on um, how much you can buy there's a limit you can get like one of each thing but people will get everything yeah <laughs> and uh like, like everything they'll, with, like, a they'll big, be, like it's like getting a sub you just say the works like here in, in the yeah, u.s just, like, just... give me one of everything they go, they go, it's not <laughs> yeah. like i want like i'm gonna get one t-shirt or one wristband give me one of everything yeah and like and everyone gets it everyone buys the stuff like i don't think half the people even want the stuff but it's just about like supporting the band like this is like an extra thing you can do uh, for the band and people people like just buy everything and it's and like stuff gets sold out like by the time uh, like regular ticket holders got up to the front like a lot some of the stuff was already gone um so they they sell merch like crazy baby, uh, baby fans buy merch like serious. can you can you go oh, online and like buy everything and then try to get back in line to buy more will they let you or do they remember that you already bought merch yeah you need to like show you need to show your ticket before you go and get merchandise so you you, you can't uh, just like rock up there and, and get merch you have to like show your ticket well i'm but, sure uh, like those are limited concert editions probably right those yeah that it's, merch. It's, it's very yeah. limited stuff like that stuff's not going to be available again i think they put like uh uh, the stuff that was left on- online and it was like gone in, in two seconds or something. Uh, yeah. That, like, so a lot of people ago. in their head, they're probably like, I'm just going to buy everything, sell one of these things to pay for everything I bought. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, Cause when I got, I got lucky with this baby metal shirt. So there was a place here in the U S it's called hot topic. And for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they're not known to have baby metal merch, but baby metal had tried licensing out their merch to them a long time ago and they had some stuff i got this for ten dollars it was insane ten dollars nice. but the other baby metal shirt was like a hundred bucks like if you want <laughs> i was like that is ridiculous it was a concert yeah. shirt it was a concert shirt so people like go online and sell this for a hundred i saw 200 300 for shirts and that's the same with a, a lot of these japanese bands even bandmate they have it's like 80 dollars minimum or something for some of those shirts that they sell but it's fascinating how they like create that around them with those yeah. limited edition shirts. And so, cause when you guys got the tickets, did you get anything with those tickets? You got the mask you said, was there anything else you, you guys got? got? Yeah. Just, just the mask. One, just for, the mask. one for one mask for each night. Yeah. One mask for each night. And you, you line up then you can, you get what merch you can get. You get what's left, especially you when you left. have a, just a regular ticket. Most did, of the stuff is, well, not most of the stuff is gone, but, do they sell out fast? They sell pretty fast. Yes. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. stuff like, like really like people who had the regular tickets, like they couldn't get their selection of what they wanted. Things started to sell out really fast as soon as the VIPs had already gone through and got their stuff. You would think yeah. since they only can get one of each that it wouldn't sell out too quick. You know, like guess you would think they would like get enough. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's doing something I'll- shady. You know. <laughs> That, that's that's been my argument like even back at lmg like there was a like a special it was a wristband for each day and you could you could only get one wristband on one day and you had to wait for the second day to get the second one and i like lined up for four hours just to get the second wristband and it was sold out when i got up to the table so it's really annoying that they 
don't like have enough stuff. Like they know how many tickets they sold. They know the fans that are going to be there, but still they like just keep it so limited. And it's it's frustrating. You know, it's the, it's the most stressful part of the day is like, can I get this merchandise? Can I queue up? Because uh, the rest of it is relaxed. You know, when you're just going to the show, you're like where you're going yeah. to be in the show is on your ticket. So you don't even have to queue up for the actual concert. All the queuing and all the like stressful stuff is like, is queuing up for merchandise and trying to get uh, get these things, you know. Liffy, so, did you get yeah, any merch? Probably. Were you able to get any? Yeah, yes. Even even arriving late to the merch queue, I managed to get a few t-shirts and the keychain and the intense holder. Did you get one of everything? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? Couldn't. Some <laughs> stuff was sold out. It was sold out. Yeah, the 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 other few items I wanted to get were already sold out when I arrived uh, the queue. Oh wow, wow wow! So you said you got a keychain and you got what else again? Uh, the incense holder, which is the little golden hand. Paul has it yeah. for summer clothes, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice! That one. <laughs> so, so it's it's like this: you get like a, a little board and this uh, like box sign thing, and it holds holds one of these like little, little uh, incense things, and you like light the end of it. Oh, it's, it's like smoke. <laughs> that's clever. Yeah, so it, so it's like it says, uh, the battle smokes are a sign the world is headed for what chaos. I see what it says, chaos once again. So that that's like the base, and then it's got like <laughs> a little fox sign thing, and it holds a little uh, incense burner. So cartridge get like <laughs> use the incense, these, so. use the incense to talk to the fox gun. <laughs> yeah, like the smoke, and it, it's going to create the. Uh, I guess talk to the fox god and they got this they got this little thing it's kind of fun it's a little backup charger uh and it's got the restoration 99 percent. so i guess it restores your battery uh so that's each each item of merchandise was uh based on the 10 themes you know the uh yeah uh, for the other ones so like restoration was the charger smoke is the incense burner uh you know the t-shirts were for 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 different things like um like light and darkness and throne and things like that. So um yeah, light and darkness is the uh little wristband. That's like yeah one wristband. So it like lights up. It's like luminous. So did you get a shirt? Were you able to get a shirt? Yeah, I got some shirts. Uh over there. Did, <laughs> um, okay, okay. But, so uh, how early did you get there, Paul? Like <laughs> when you got there, how many people were already there? Like what all the all the like uh super masher VIP people would have been ahead of us. So they got First preference, they got uh, all the merch they wanted before we even got a chance to. Wow! But to be is in there the queue. was so there a line the, in some sense though? The there was. And the how line, early so did you the get first, there before maybe, the show? I got there. What time did I get there? Like seven a.m. Like seven a.m. But we we didn't, weren't allowed to actually get in the merch area uh, until later than that. So I was probably in the first maybe two hundred and fifty um, like regular ticket holders in the in the merch queue. So. You know, but some yeah. of the stuff, even when I got to the front, was was already sold out. So that's a kind of gotcha. best of what's left, you know. How about you, Liffy? How how early did you get there? You, you get there at seven a.m. with Paul? No, I <laughs> I started queuing for merch at like it was past twelve a.m. But oh, I still wow. managed to get a few pieces which I wanted. Wow, it was nice. So you you're not down for the whole extra six hour wait. <laughs> That's nah, <laughs> too much. I did, yeah, I did that a couple <laughs> times for a bandmate. That was it. Was, it can be br- brutal sometimes. 
But um, I, I was prepared to do the wait for the second day if I didn't get what I wanted the first day. But uh, I got what I wanted. I didn't feel like queuing again uh, just for like one 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 more one, one more item. Same. Gotcha. One day is enough to do the merge queuing. I yeah. I just I just gave up the second day. I'm like whatever. I have what I have. Yeah. One day is enough. <laughs> so some of the merch that they had was they had the incense, which was the Fox God hand for those that are listening. They had a charger, which said 99% restoration and it had like the logo on the other side. Was there any other interesting merch that you guys saw that was pretty unique looking? Uh, uh, that there was the yeah. big coffin shaped towel. And <laughs> I don't actually remember the, <laughs> the coffin shaped yeah. towel. Wow. Yeah. 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 No, mostly the rest of it was like t uh, There was like uh, three t shirts. There was a hoodie. There was uh, like a, a lanyard, you know, that you use to hold a, a pass or whatever that goes around. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. There uh, were some, was there was temporary tattoos as well. And temporary tattoos. Uh, and uh, there was uh, a tote uh, bag, and, tote bag. And, and socks. Yeah. The socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th I thought the socks were going to sell out quickly, but people didn't want to buy the socks. And then. It was like um, they, you saw like there was a picture that they put out with Sue and Moa like holding up the stuff that people didn't want to buy, just to, like promote it uh, to get oh, oh buy this buy the you know the lanyard and buy the you know little mini tattoos because those weren't that popular, uh, yeah. so they just put a picture out on on Twitter of Sue and Moa holding them up and like yeah, buy these, and um, yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll sell them. That'll sell them. <laughs> if Moa wants me to get the socks, I'm gonna get the socks. <laughs> Listen to Moa. <laughs> Oh. I, I was actually going to buy the lanyard, but it mm. sold out when I was the second person in queue. Uh, oh man! So annoying. I can it's see so socks. You're, like, so close. I can see why socks would not be the most favorable item for sure. Because I mean, who's going to yeah. see that? They're going to be yeah. unless they're like yeah. Babe Metal high socks and like has a low... <laughs> then you go in there like with shorts <laughs> and you have high so uh, socks on. Yeah. So, but yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. That's awesome, guys. So, so if people want to go over to Japan, it's not too bad as long as you have the right paperwork, of course, your passport and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, you could take the risk that these two gentlemen did and uh, just buy a plane ticket there and then uh, just start applying for lotteries. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, right. so you said there was a backup plan for people that get the, the ticket. So, like, so people, how could they do that? Wouldn't they know if you buy more than one ticket or... It was just you had pairs of friends that would buy the ticket or you'd have your other friend buy it so you could just not risk yeah. it. Is that how it worked? Because so somebody would get their money like, back, right? Somebody would get their money back pretty much. Yeah. So it, it the, was the it very easy to sell the tickets again. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I, so yeah I was able so, to sell my extra tickets. Yeah. Um, so the way it works is like, the way it works is like we kind of get to in a, together in a group of like maybe eight people, right? And then everyone applies for like two tickets. Then they only need one. Uh, so it kind of it works out that if like, you know, 50% of us in this like ticket packed win and 50% of us lose, then all of us get tickets because uh, for the people who have doubles, they'll sell their extra one to the, to the people who didn't get anything. So yeah. it's uh, just like a way of like, um, like kind of, pooling your tickets together and then kind of dividing them out among the the group. So it's, um, it works well, it, it worked well this time. And, um, it just meant that you know, people who wanted to go there, you know, I think pretty much everyone got sorted in the end, um, for tickets. So, um, I, I think the uh, overseas fans kind of had to work together this time because we, we were excluded from the, 
um, the the one or the getting VIP tickets. And um, we kind of thought that we would, because of that, we would be limited because by the time we got our ticket lottery, I think that had already been like two or three Japanese ticket lotteries. So we didn't know how many tickets were, were left, right? So we just kind of tried to get as many as we could in like in little groups uh, of overseas fans, like the regulars. And um, yeah, it worked out well. I think everyone got, got what they wanted. So yeah. That's good, man. Good plan. Yeah. Well, now that I know that that, that exists, I would have definitely done that, you know. I would have, <laughs> I would have definitely tried to do that, or um, join us, join us, been part of it, yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't know that was a possibility. Do you think Baby Metal is going to do another thing like the Makahedi Messi Hall? You think they're going to do another two day thing anytime soon? Yes. Or you yeah. think they got it planned? They're selling tickets already to the next event. Uh, it's going to be on Fox Day, uh, oh, April first and second in in Yokohama. So, I forgot uh, about Fox yeah. Day. I forgot. People are uh, people are buying tickets, and um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a follow-on from the end of um, uh, this series of show shows, which was called Baby Metal Returns. The next mm-hmm. series is called Baby Metal Begins. Um, so fans are very hopeful, um, optimistic that we will have a, a new metal. So perhaps a, a new third member on Baby Metal will get back to being a, a trio, uh, like they were, you know, before before Yui left. So. Uh, yeah, fans are excited about that, and um, yeah, they're applying for tickets right now. And um, uh, yeah, something to look forward to. Oh wow, that's yeah. I guess um, I should try applying. I don't know how much it costs to get a flight uh, over there, though. That might be. Uh... It's stupid expensive right now. It's good, crazy. Good, good luck. Oh my god. Yeah. You're so not, no I guess I'm not going. I'm just no, no. in Austria. That's all good. <laughs> it's like it's like almost double what it was for this trip. And the reason being is because like uh, April first is like a like cherry blossom season in Japan or whatever. It's like a super popular time for tourists to go to oh, Japan. So like okay. flights are like sixty seventy percent more expensive than they were just for this trip. So wow, it's like it's crazy, and it, that's going to stop a lot of people from overseas going. Just the the crazy cost of flights. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, when you're crazy like us. You, <laughs> You just do it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, to finish this off, guys, I wanted to ask you one last question here. Um, Liffy, uh, starting with you first, man, um, what do you think is the future of Babe Metal? What is your theories or predictions on what's going to happen for Fox Day and furthermore? I I think the future looks very bright for Babe Metal with what we've seen. I'm, I'm giving it a 99% chance that we'll see Momoko as third metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, in in general, the future looks bright, I say. Okay. What about you, Paul? I'm going to agree with that. It looks very much to me like Momoko um, is going to be the the third member. You know, she's been the, I guess, the Avenger that's, you know, done the most shows, you know, been with them the longest. So it just really makes sense that uh, she would join as a a full member. So um, I think the, those shows in Yokohama in April are going to be her um, joining the band. Uh, so in that sense, the I think the future is very bright because you have Baby Metal as three again. You know, Baby Metal is always supposed to be three. So you know, it opens up the opportunity for maybe like Moa and Momoko to do songs together and Sue to have her solos. Uh, so it brings back a lot of the things that people like loved about Baby Metal. Um, and hopefully, yeah, the future is bright. And um, back to the trio, back to Baby Metal. So yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, hell yeah. And if they 
they're going to have someone decided probably if that is the case, you know, then we'll see all three of them, you know, for those Sabaton concerts. So, all right, guys. Well, yeah. I appreciate you guys joining me. This has been fun. Um, they get yeah. like, you know, you guys were actually there kind of insight of what's happening. Yeah. So that's really cool to hear your guys' perspective. So I appreciate you guys coming on and mm-hmm. it's a blast. Now, um, just remember guys, if you're listening to this now, you're watching the reposted version of the podcast because I do know that it was dipping out a little bit here and there, but I guess I got a nice quality recording that's been happening the entire time and I'll post that up there. So if you don't see the stream right away, let those other people know if they're wondering where the stream went, it'll be up shortly. So that's the way we're just going to do it now because there's a uh, Texas is, is having huge internet issues across the state. So, um, including here. So that's kind of sucks. So there's nothing I can do about it, but we got it nice and recorded. Um, we're going to be talking with, um, more fans, um, this weekend, actually, well, we're going to be doing band made tomorrow. Uh, Peter Lynn from made news network is going to come on, talk about Tokyo garden theater. So hope to see you guys all there for that. If you guys like band made also, and, um, I'm yeah. looking forward to meeting you guys. And well, Paul, we've already met with I'm looking forward yeah. to meeting you in Austria. Um, it's going to be oh, yeah. awesome. Wait, waiting for that. It's going to be great. <laughs> We're definitely going to have to do a show out there. That That's going to be yeah. fun. We're definitely going to record a show. Um, That'd be cool. Uh, it's going to be a nice, probably all this wasted show, but it's all good. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you all later, right? See you guys. See you. Yeah. See you. See you. <laughs>